You're listening to Let Us Adore Him, a podcast series that explores Adoramus, the National Eucharistic Pilgrimage and Congress, taking place in Liverpool from the 7th to the 9th of September 2018. Today, we hear from Father Sean Davidson, a member of the Missionaries of the Most Holy Eucharist. He reflects on what recent popes have said about Eucharistic adoration. It's striking to see how central Eucharistic adoration has been in the lives and teachings of the recent popes. It seems that the Holy Spirit has been showing us through them the way that will lead to the renewal of the Church. The whole Church is being invited to draw near to the feet of He who is the only way to the Father, He who is the fountain of grace and life, personally present in the Holy Sacrament of the altar. Blessed Pope Paul VI called us to the sweet duty of Eucharistic adoration. It is sweet because Christ never forces our love and because in Him we find more joy than anything this world can give us. And it is a duty because his real presence is worthy of our real presence. He said, The Blessed Sacrament is the living heart of each of our churches, and it is our very sweet duty to honor and adore in the blessed host, which our eyes see, the incarnate word whom they cannot see. And speaking about the dialogue of love with Christ, which we call Eucharistic adoration, he said, How great is the value of conversation with Christ in the Blessed Sacrament! For there is nothing more consoling on earth, nothing more efficacious for advancing along the road of holiness. Pope St. John Paul II was also a fervent adorer from his youngest days. Almost as soon as he became Pope, he initiated an uninterrupted chain of silent adoration in all of the major basilicas in Rome. At the Eucharistic Congress in Seville in 1993, he prayed that the grace of prolonged adoration would spread throughout the entire Church. He then said that the new evangelization will be a Eucharistic evangelization. In other words, we must draw the grace for it from the source of all grace, Jesus himself, present in the Blessed Sacrament. And our work of evangelization is not complete until we have helped people to have a real, personal encounter with him in Holy Communion. He said, Join me in asking Jesus Christ the Lord that after this Eucharistic Congress, the whole Church may be strengthened for the new evangelization which the entire world needs. New also because of its explicit and deep reference to the Eucharist as the center and root of Christian life. In his final encyclical, almost like his dying wish to the Church, he prayed that Eucharistic amazement would be enkindled everywhere. He himself had been filled with this amazement, and after his death, his secretaries revealed that sometimes he could even be found in the middle of the night, prostrate in adoration in front of the Eucharistic Lord. 
In 2007, Pope Benedict XVI specifically asked for chapels of perpetual Eucharistic adoration to be established everywhere, especially in large towns and cities. He also asked that children making their first Holy Communion spend time first in Eucharistic adoration. A fruitful, personal encounter with Jesus in the Monstrance leads to a fruitful, personal encounter with Him in Holy Communion. So moved was Pope Benedict by the adoration which he experienced with the young people in Hyde Park in London that he proclaimed the arrival of a new Eucharistic springtime in the Church of our generation. Pope Francis has also placed the Eucharist at the very center of his life and his mission. From his childhood years, he has had a very strong attraction to the tabernacle. This Eucharistic spirituality has stayed with Pope Francis to this day. He rises every morning between 4 and 4.30 a.m. without need of an alarm clock and spends a couple of hours in silent prayer before the Blessed Sacrament, before the busy day begins. In his document entitled The Joy of the Gospel, he shows how deep prayer and Eucharistic adoration prevent us from undergoing a loss of fervor and zeal as we try to evangelize the world. He writes, Without prolonged moments of adoration, of prayerful encounter with the Word, of sincere conversation with the Lord, our work easily becomes meaningless. We lose energy as a result of weariness and difficulties, and our fervor dies out. The Church urgently needs the deep breath of prayer. And to my great joy, groups devoted to prayer and intercession, the prayerful reading of God's Word, and the perpetual adoration of the Eucharist are growing at every level of ecclesial life. We can conclude these words of our recent popes with this piece of advice which Pope Francis gave at the Eucharistic Congress in Genoa. He said, I want to encourage everyone to visit, if possible, every day, especially amidst life's difficulties, the blessed sacrament of the infinite love of Christ and his mercy, preserved in our churches and often abandoned, to speak filially with him, to listen to him in silence, and to peacefully entrust yourself to him. And now, our scripture reading. A reading from the book of Hebrews. What you have come to is nothing known to the senses, not a blazing fire, or a gloom turning to total darkness, or a storm, or trumpeting thunder, or the great voice speaking, which made everyone that heard it beg that no more should be said to them. But what you have come to is Mount Zion, and the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, where the millions of angels have gathered for the festival, with the whole church in which everyone is a firstborn son and a citizen of heaven. You have come to God himself, the supreme judge, and been placed with spirits of the saints who have been made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator who brings a new covenant and a blood for purification 
which pleads more insistently than Abel's. We end today's podcast with a prayer. Lord our God, you have given us the true bread from heaven. In the strength of this food, may we live always by your life and rise in glory on the last day. We ask this through Christ the Lord. Amen. <laughs>